0: It was boss, he just runs right in the pack. Oh, I man. wonder if he's got damage, oh. look at that tire, almost went into the, into the
2: crowd as well, almost just went onto the front straight away, Elio
1: trying to get sneaky, and then. Maury Rose, a two-time winner, takes the lead from Faulkner, that's the way they finish the first lap.
2: Uh, Mike from Pitline Line Parlay sent me, and this is his question. Are you ready? Okay. Sure. Wants to know if you're going on the greatest baker
1: show. <laughs> Group in- oh, I would love to. <laughs> I'm not, but I would love to. What? I know. You should. I feel like I should too. And he also
2: told me to tell you that he hasn't watched any more Harry Potter.
1: I didn't think he would. <laughs> He's laid down.
2: Yeah. So next year. I know we haven't we haven't announced yet, but are you excited? Is it?
1: Oh, I'm really excited for the future. I'm I'm excited when the appropriate time is to. Yeah. You know, share that info. Uh, you know, I've had such a great time at Myershack Racing. And it's just a, you know, it's going to be. It's been one of the most incredible chapters of my life. Uh, you know, certainly in my professional life. And obviously, we'll be sad when it comes to uh, it comes to an end. But I'm, you know, as, as one closes, another opens, as they say. So. Uh, I'm excited to write the the next one, and hopefully that's not the final one, and we we'll just keep just keep because, progressing through that until it's time for the final chapter. How
2: was uh, Mike Shank when he when you gave him the news? How, how did that go?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know really. Um, I have so much respect for Michael and sure. Jim. You know, it's not a, it's never a fun conversation when you right. when you kind of have that, and uh, I mean, honestly, the details of the conversation, in the end, it's it, I mean, yeah. Uh, oh. yeah i think my my relationship with the team maybe is a little stronger than just like driver team dynamic absolutely um you know and the details of those conversations you know really just going to stay between us hopefully unless they decide they want to share them um you know but i i think over maybe not initially but over time i think everyone understands that you know i've so much respect for everybody that i would never intentionally do anything with any malice or you know anything like that yeah you know i think respectful is a word I've tried to keep in my mind since I've been in an in, in, uh, in NTT IndyCar series you know as a, as a just 500 to so part-time to so full-time you know respect for the teams my you know my colleagues as drivers and yeah, yeah.
2: so national I mean are you excited
0: is, it's, it's a-
1: awesome I mean it's the first time <laughs> I've been here ever uh, ever you oh. know and it's been so cool just walking around and you know, feeling the vibrancy of the city. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I need to go and buy some cowboy boots.
2: <laughs> I feel like know, if you don't, I in. might be disappointed. <laughs> yeah,
1: and, um, you know, obviously the track, like is going to be
0: yeah.
1: really cool as well. And, uh, you know, I think street circuits so often just, you know, the, the vibrancy of the city, you know, is what makes the event so fun and probably more so than anywhere else I think we go. I mean, I feel like we're in the heart of the city. Oh, and, Yeah. You know, and um, some other places we go I mean you certainly you feel it and you know you're racing on the street circuit but I don't know I feel like we're even even more immersed in the city here so it's very cool yeah
0: it's almost like I expect a target on the next yeah, corner yeah
1: yeah exactly yeah, yeah for yeah. sure I, yeah. I feel the same way yeah
0: so so is there any part of the track that you were just like stoked for or yeah, terrified I I, for I don't
1: think I've ever driven over a bridge before <laughs> uh, twice in fact the same lap we're going obviously over it and then back yeah. over it I mean I think just the whole place is cool yeah. you know I think yeah uh, from turn four back to the exit, of eight, it looks like it's going to be incredibly narrow. There's a lot of off-camber there, the walls stick out, and all sorts of funny places. And um, you know, after that, I think it's just going to be. I, I thought it was really cool to be part of an inaugural Grand Prix. You know, because before the race, you know, we're talking about what we think the strategy will be, and it's only the strategy on information that we know, and we know nothing about this place. So there's going to be a lot of interesting things, and you know, a lot of. Uh, like looking back at this weekend, right. or you know what was good, what was bad, and you know what do we want to do when we come back uh, next year, hopefully. So uh, yeah, it's just I've fun. heard
2: that um, the exit of
0: Pint Lane is pretty tight.
1: It's going to be snug. <laughs> it's definitely going to be snug. <laughs> I don't know exactly how they're going to police that, but it's going to be a. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be incredibly difficult, I think, to uh, what's up, buddy? Um You know, trying to blend everyone in a. Yeah. In a safe way but also i think the start's gonna be pretty lively because i mean it's pretty wide going into turn nine there so we'll have to just wait and see how those things shimmy and shake out and i think the the key to you know today tomorrow sunday obviously sunday is just staying out of trouble and just getting to the end you know the, on a race like this as much as many laps as we can get the better really.
2: right and everybody has an extra set of
0: tires so, yes, so everybody will be practicing probably a lot more than oh definitely I, I don't
1: i normally see like people wait like yeah 10 or 15 minutes i'm not sure you're going to see that <laughs> 10 or 15 minutes and practice a day.
0: yeah so okay thank you so much
1: thank you cheers <laughs> Obviously,
0: ovals are familiar to you, but... Ultimately, well, really I said this on the call, I, I need to hit something. Like, I want to know what it's like to one of these things. And I sure as hell don't want to do it in a test session and draw the attention to it and all that. But that's, like, the million-dollar question to me. Um, after that, you know, just understanding how different the car is versus a NASCAR vehicle. Montoya is convinced that my years of experience on ovals, there's just... A way to drive the car and a way to use the line through the corner that's very efficient and in an indie car it will be very competitive. So I'm eager to see what that is. Um, he's not a man of a lot of words, so right. <laughs> it's hard to really extract from him what, what that is, but I absolutely believe him and look
2: forward to trying to find that competitive piece that comes with it. But you don't team. want to feel the impact, you want to know what the edge is. Am I getting
0: that right? It's true, yeah, a little of both. Okay. I mean, like, I was—I tried to be the first one to pull after his crash at Indy. Um, Sage, Karen, all those guys. I just want to know, like, how bad's it hurt? You know, I, I know what it feels like to have all that steel around you and have it crush on an impact. I don't know what, you know, knocking off a couple wheels that are supported by toothpicks feels like. <laughs> so, that's, it's part of it, you know. What do you think it'll do for you, that knowledge? <clears throat> that knowledge, you know, falls into that... Category of, of the safety side and just want you know, just trying to make sure that I'm making smart decisions, good decisions yeah. in that respect. <laughs> yeah. okay. What makes Homestead the ideal testing location for you know, instead of a Gateway? Because we've heard you say, I want you to do a, a test at Homestead. What makes that the ideal a place instead of a Gateway? I, I think that Texas would be ideal since so the team has history there, but from what I understand, Texas isn't available prior to. The, uh, the potential opportunity to drive the bridge. So, we want to be on a, on a larger track, and I, I don't know if it was more CGR or IndyCar. I feel like
3: the transitions as you're coming off, and it, right. off the bridges could be pretty bad, but you know, when we did that kind of lap this morning, you're going so slow that you're not gonna feel um, any of those. And then the other one will be the oscillation effect that you get from bridges you know how it's got a concrete patch then another one and it creates that so we have to see you know once you start going at 180 miles an hour um you know if that oscillation you know, goes yeah. away or what comes more aggressive. technical question can exit yeah get, here's a white line you a, is that the straight
1: line or there's a... which so, one you have to cross
3: so you're, yeah two, so i imagine the the one at the end um i guessing you'll have to touch that one, that will be the one that triggers the transponder. Okay. But we're actually talking about moving the wall from the right over maybe two car widths, so you are forced to exit as far to the left as possible. Okay, Which we were meant to do half of that this morning, but then they did nothing overnight, so I'm not sure. But that line on the right, the white one, is meant to be about two car widths to the left from where it is. And they did extend the pit cruise further out. So where you can turn off your uh, pit lane speed limiter is oh, extended by about another I don't know, thirty meters or something.
2: How do you feel about new courses in general? Like yeah, learning it's, the...
3: it's great. You know, I think the hard part is, you know, it's probably been five years since they first started talking about being here, so um, it's very difficult to do. Um, I think there's a lot of pain to go through as yeah. well in the first few years, yeah. you know? but I think the way that uh, this city is, the way that they've embraced it so far, and you know, that's that's half the battle. You know? Absolutely. So uh, I think for us, it's just making sure this one goes smooth and we can keep building on it. You know? yeah. uh, yeah. There will be some changes, I'm sure, in, in the near future of maybe track layout, but also you know uh, how they do things here. But they've done a great job so,
2: so far. What's your favorite part of the track?
3: Uh, I think the bridge, you know, yeah. like that's, that's cool. It you know, is you very really cool. you really do that anywhere, you know, <laughs> yeah. so. Um,
0: is it also the scariest part of the track? <laughs> I don't, you don't know,
3: right? You know, you just see walls. You, the only thing you see is the bridge, but it's quite a steep climb on okay. and down, you know, so you, you definitely notice that it is a yeah. bridge. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's. Uh, I think it's a pretty cool layout, you know. I think in some areas, just that they could be a bit wider, which maybe they can do in, in the future. But you know, we'll we'll see how this one races. I think straight out of the box. Awesome,
4: thank you. Thank you. There's a couple. And mid Ohio, because we started so far back, but I had a I had a pole winning car and I had a winning car to win that race. So that's where we left a lot of points, which you know we ultimately we ended eighth, which is terrible, but it's not
2: the best. So
4: can't have any, can't have any more of that. Of Stay in the top fives, podiums, wins. That's happy
2: pattern. The um, preparation you did for this remind me where and when sim wise, and what you've also done, or maybe anything else, not just the sim.
4: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I feel like the sim is very it's a very good tool to know where things go and get kind of an idea of where things wind up, close down, uh, where kind of, like, breaking lines might be. Um, But I think it's absolutely useless for bumps and just to really feel what the car is going to do. I mean, no one knows until we go out today. It's kind of like Detroit. Like, you know where it goes, but it is nowhere close to how violent and just, like... How much hustle you're gonna have to
2: do to like extract the lap time? If, did you feel like obviously Detroit was very good for you? Did you feel like that was a time when you yeah, know we nailed it engineering wise? I could hustle the car all weekend long. And...
4: Yeah, like we just showed up fast. Every time we show up fast, we're fine. Unless I screw up like Mid Ohio, stuck at <laughs> the back. Yeah. But every time you know the guys nail it, we're we're up there. Um, when we don't, is where it's tough. Where you're just at on the back foot, and sometimes you don't even get to the point where you figure out what was wrong, and sometimes it's like, well, we stay where we started, or sometimes it's like, boom, we got better. So qualifying vital tomorrow for Massive, yeah. Tomorrow, I think qualifying is gonna, uh, man, it's gonna be like a <laughs> Long Beach-esque kind of race. I mean, it's where you start. You'll maybe go, you know, plus two, three, minus two, or three. But you're obviously, if you don't make any stupid mistakes, you'll stay within the range of where you start. Just because it's so competitive, everybody's so similar. but qualifying is going to be very important. We need to
2: execute. Did you have any bucket list items for Nashville downtown Broadway honky tonks anything like that that you checked off this week? Food, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay.
4: The food is amazing. Specifically, uh, I went to this place called Adele's.
2: Okay.
4: Highly recommend. I went to that Shishito peppers. I went to uh, this place called. Uh, 60 vines. Wonderful food. Oh. I went... Uh, I wanted to go to this place called Milk and Honey. Yep. But it's always like a 45-minute wait. Right, right. So I haven't had the chance to do that. Did you do the hot chicken anywhere? No hot chicken. I'm not a big chicken fan. I'm not a big chicken fan. You yeah. like spice. I like spice. You don't like chicken. I don't like chicken. I mean, chicken, it's like... It's not my first choice. I'm more of a... Salmon. Fish. I'm, I'm more of like a fish uh, fish side. Uh, sometimes very
2: rarely rare meat okay. right, like red meat yeah. so if I could get you national like, hot spice on a piece of fish yeah you'd, you'd go there I'll try <laughs> any suggestions? <laughs> <laughs> no I don't know it's my first time that feels like it feels, like, it feels out, like a I'm bad go. question does not have fish. I mean
4: I will I mean it's it, not that I hate it it's just right. I don't know. I've had a lot of chicken in my life. The past like six years, I've I've I wanted to tone it down. These are the hard questions. You don't really well, do I know. That. Either, so. No, I don't do much fried. Besides, okay. I mean, when I go to like Japanese place, I love veggie
2: tempura. Okay, but
0: I don't do a lot of fried food stuff. I try to lay off the bread.
2: Let me explore the chicken thing one more time. So, was it because you were watching the weight? Is that where the chicken came in? You just got tired of it. I got tired of it. Yeah, switch it up. Was it for weight?
4: I mean, I went to more of like a vegan kind of diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. When I'm traveling, it's really hard. Yeah. Uh, so when I'm traveling, I, I try to do a lot of like not red meat or not chicken, just like fish. It's not, I mean, you go to restaurants, it's like, sorry, we don't have any vegan options. All right, do you have a salmon? Mostly everyone has a salmon or a sea bass yeah. or whatever. Yesterday I had a great white fish. I don't even know what, the, what was the name, but it was a special at uh, this place called Edge. E-T-C-H. Okay. Great. Great fish. And uh, big chocolate guy. Love chocolate, like dark chocolate. Ooh. Good thing
2: you're still young and have metabolism. Okay, more serious. Uh, street race, street course etiquette in your words and how it plays out here this weekend. Mm. Not a lot of room out there.
4: No. The more running you get, I think the better prepared you're going to be. I just I feel like you're just gonna as soon as the green flag because you usually see, fifteen twenty minutes in the first session and it's like no one's going out dance besides dance the guys dance. that have an extra set. But I think as soon as the green flag goes here, everyone's just gonna lapse go laps and laps and laps and laps and laps.
2: And yeah. laps. But how about during the race? What's what's permissible and is it just game on? Um. um or is it so tight, you got to be a little more... Uh, it's going to be
4: tight. It's going to be a one-lane racetrack in a lot of places like Detroit. Like Detroit Sector 3, kind of. Um, but there should be some... Uh, man, this wide. Like, heading into the start of the race, turn one, which is turn probably like nine or something. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the bridge, yep. of the second, uh, second pass over the bridge. Man, it's, like, wide. So you can probably do a shipping in there, or
3: probably some in turn four
4: after the first part of the bridge. Man, everywhere else is tight. Like, you have to wait for a mistake, or if you get, like, a mega run versus him. It really depends. If they block you, then it's like, well, I feel like if you try to do something on the outside, you have to fully clear them, kind of like I did on Palau in Detroit, to be able to actually make the corner. Because if, if they keep their nose in there, that uh, tire wall is ready to receive you with open arms. <laughs> uh, what quarter was that you cleared, Alex? You're talking about one? Turn three. Well oh, turn three. In, uh, in Detroit. In the restart. Yeah, where, like, yeah. I mean, you can make a pass, when you have to go really deep on the brakes. Yeah. And you have to, like, clear the actual guy that you're trying to pass. But if, 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 you're, if you're not clear, like, I don't think there's been one pass done there in Detroit, side by
2: side, on the outside. I haven't seen you for a while I know you've been asked this uh, We've had races since Detroit What was your reaction When after the race in Detroit it was like, Engineering has found something At Aero McLaren And some people are going well, No, we think it's just uh, where, where I just fall? tell where them used? Watch the onboard uh, Yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> okay.
4: That's all you need to What do we see When we watch the onboard? Uh, lots of movement I guess mm-hmm. I mean The car is wiggling Just like everyone else's car It's not like we had Extra grip um, I just had a great car under me I didn't I didn't use up the tires terribly because um, I was I mean I was going nowhere before that yellow flag I was, it was just kind of like a follow the leader kind of thing um, I mean they were like a full straight away ahead of us so there was no way we were going to catch up with how competitive the series is but as soon as the yellow came out I said "Ooh, it's showtime!"
2: <laughs> okay good so there's been a lot of talk about New teams coming to IndyCar next year. How do you feel about that expansion and, and what that says about the I think talent we have here? I
4: think it's wonderful. Um, I think that just- This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done. Which is music to his ears. Call ClayGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
2: I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event.
4: shows how the series is growing and and the the path we're taking. Um, I keep saying this to everyone, this series has so much potential to be a worldwide, just you know, massive series that goes to Mexico, Japan, Europe, America, Canada, just honestly all over the world, because the racing product is already there. Um, So I I, I think we're, we're on the right track. Um, but, it's, I mean, it's going to take time, just like everything yeah. good. But what I am worried about is about pit lanes. Okay. We can't squeeze in more than what we have. Like, right. it's it's almost sometimes impossible to get into our pit box when someone's behind yeah. us. That's what I'm worried about. But in terms of car count, phew, rack it up. Bring bring as many as if you want. If there's space. Yeah, if, if there is space, obviously. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's... I think the the field is stacked in talent. And so
2: all of that talk about send send them all, send them to F one. IndyCar is where it's at. It's,
4: in the, like for a driver, mm-hmm. and it's and it's nothing to throw to Formula One no. or anything. Uh, but to me, Formula One is more of a constructors championship. A driver can do a little bit more, you know, with with what the car they have. They can extract a bit more than maybe someone else. But you don't see an IndyCar have a 10-second pit stop and come back and get a podium or win the race. Right. That does not exist. And in Formula One, it does. You can be last halfway through the race and then the last stint, you go straight to first because you have a Mercedes and the other guy doesn't. And yeah. you're right. clear through the field. Um, from a driver's standpoint I don't think there's a championship harder in the world to win because you have to be good in super speedways you have to be good in short ovals you have to be good in street courses you have to be good in road courses Um, your team has to be good in strategy like there's so many curveballs that the the way the rules are in IndyCar can be thrown at you that you have to be very quick to adapt adapt and I, I just think there's nothing like this in the world I mean I don't know where else you see like how many different winners in the beginning like seven or something. We've had
2: eight, eight different and winners.
0: I think. Like, yeah.
4: I mean, like if F one was closer, you, I, I feel like they would, they would see what what we see in IndyCar, Lando winning races, Max, uh, Charles, Carlos, um, you know, all these yeah. new guys. But when the just when the car is just not there, then you can't. Right. It's just nothing you can do. Right. So,
0: yeah. Speaking of a car, you mentioned car counts at Pitt Road. You feel like if there's m- m- so many cars, like there's going to be similar to back in the late 80s, early 90s, where some cars may have to go home. Like you'd be a proponent of that, fast going, or no? For Just bring them all in for the street and voices. Um,
4: I think full season entry should always have a have a place because, yeah, that's just how, how, I, that's how my take is on it. Um, because there's a lot of one offs. And, yeah, I mean, it's just, it really, I mean, it's hard to say, but I think the, the toughest thing that the IndyCar will have is, like, actually organizing the pit lane, because it's just a lot of cars. <laughs> like, not everywhere. I mean, we have massive pit lanes. I think this one's actually pretty, pretty good. I mean, it's awesome. In spite of that, it's brand very new. Yeah, order. it's narrow, but it's going to be full, like, 45 miles an hour or whatever. Um... But I don't think the boxes are like extremely tight, like a Mid Ohio or like a Toronto. Like in Toronto, I don't think you can fit in one more car. So
2: I think that's the same with Road America, too. Can't yeah.
4: get uh, one more. Long Beach is tight as yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while since we've been there, but yeah, I just think that's probably the hardest thing that they'll have if we have like 30 car counts, right. you know? Right. I've seen a lot of tracks in my days, different Formula Three,
5: Formula E, GTS, and IndyCar, and I, I think honestly this is one of the best prepared one I've seen. Uh, not only the, the actual track, but just the whole thing and that comes with it. It seems like these guys really had a big plan in mind when when they when they started thinking about this race, and yeah, I'm, I'm blown away when you. When you walk around the when you walk around the track, I mean, obviously it's bumpy here and there, uh, which every street track is. Right. But there's nothing outstanding and, um,
2: yeah, everything just looks like, oh, oh, oh. mega. Just, I just really want to try it. <laughs> You'll get that chance. Uh, and I know it'll feel a little bit different when you're behind the wheel. Does it feel tighter than a St. Peter in Detroit? Or wider? It, or? I mean, it's both wider and narrower.
5: It kind of has both. Uh, has some really wide sections, some really narrow sections, some high speed. There's not a, a same amount of high speed corners as St. Peter Detroit, but there's some. Um, yeah, it just, um, I think it just has a pretty good flow. That's why I bought in the simulator. There's no corners I don't like, and everything just feels smooth. It's a long lap. You're like you're on a mission. <laughs> when, you, when you do that qualifying lap, you're gonna be like, hey, let's let's bring this home. But um, yeah, super stoked to try it out. Um, what
2: kind of passing opportunities are there on the track? Uh,
5: so you can basically think the the bridge yep. both ways. Like every corner linked to the bridge are gonna be like key for passing. So. Entering onto the bridge both ways, it's gonna be important to have a good run. And then end of the bridge, I think you can make it move both, both directions. Then uh, turn 10 might be like a Joker opportunity. Uh, maybe turn 11 as well. I think honestly like there's some corners here and there that you could surprise someone if they have like a bad run, but the main ones are probably gonna be turn four and nine.
2: How excited are you for a new track that nobody has ever been on before?
5: <laughs> I love it. I mean, I love this kind of challenge. I, I think I can just feel you know, all the drivers are kind of buzzing to get out and it's like that mix of, you know, being a bit nervous, like what it's going to be like, uh, but still just want to, you know, it looks so cool to just, you know, be sitting in the car around this track. And uh, yeah, yeah. I love street tracks in general. And, and, this is such a rare opportunity. It's so really cool. Awesome.
2: Expand on the Joker opportunity on turns. I know what a Joker lap is, but it's we don't get one here. <laughs> yeah. So what do you mean? No, I mean just like if someone sure kind of has a bad it run, just blows it. Yeah. It right. could be.
5: One, you know, if, if you're brave, you can probably make your work in there. Okay. Um, and same goes for 11. Because they, they have relatively long straights leading up to them, so there will be some
2: some room to
5: line up the paths. And,
0: yeah.
2: and you put him in the joker position, that's what you're saying. You go ahead and yeah, take the exactly, risk and yeah, put them in the joker position. Exactly. Straight. Yeah. Uh, did you hear get any bike or like bicycling or anything out in the area? Uh, we
5: walked around a little bit yesterday by foot. Uh, I've been here actually I think it's like the fourth time I've been here. Okay. So I this is one of the cities I actually the most in the US. Um, so yeah, it's, it's busy. It feels like it's weekend every day. Right? Did you come for the country music or did you have a bachelor party to attend? <laughs> why did you all come? Um, a we actually celebrity? had a, it was like a Swedish wedding. Some friends that live in Indy, she's Swedish and he's American from Indiana and they married. So we were actually like 30 Swedes here in Nashville, we were like bar hopping, and so every place you we burned it you know, down, didn't you? Yeah, every place <laughs> we went to was like going from half full to like over capacity, and the energy level was like
3: those things that are boarded up. that was nineteen,
5: and then we went here think, twenty as well, yeah. just to like me and my girlfriend just to chill out, and have a nice weekend, and uh, yeah, Kinda it's happy. a good atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Sports stars, they're like superheroes,
3: but they're actually real.
2: Which is why we've made a podcast about them. You see,
1: they've all got a story, but too many of these stories were cut short. Kobe Bryant, Payne Stewart, Flo Jo, Phil Hughes, Justin Fashionew. We're writing
0: episodes about all of them,
2: and sadly, many more.
0: Death of a Sports Star, a new series from Crowd Network.